Welcome to Wins Women of Wisdom, everyone. Today I'm blessed enough to have the fabulous Courtney Splitzer on with me. She's based out of New York, so it's after lunch, her time, 1 p.m. Eastern. But she wrote, she and her business partner, and she can give me the business partner's name, who I'm actually lucky enough to have both of them on in week after week because I want the different perspective of writing a book. That's why I decided to interview these guys separately. And they wrote a book, which I am going to get a copy of, and it's called Know, Like, and Love. Did I get that correct? Like, love, follow, the uh, entrepreneur's guide. Oh, to like, love, follow. Hey, I'm so used to, I'm so used to the no, like, and trust factor. That's why I saw that in there. But the cover is beautiful. It looks like it had lipstick on it. That's why it sold me. That's why it sold me. So my first question is, why did you write this fascinating book? That's a great question. So uh, I founded with my business partner, Stephanie, who you're interviewing next week or maybe the week after, a social media agency. Our agency is called Social Fly, and we actually started it on the side of our full-time jobs back in 2011. At the time, I was at American Express. And we quit our jobs in May of 2012 to really focus on growing the agency and building our business. As we were doing that, our mentors and the, the brands that we were working with at the time were really all women. Um, they were either founded by women, um, our mentors were women. We really built this great network of women and we wanted to, we, Stephanie and I knew we wanted to write a book. And as we were brainstorming what to write about, we felt that we should write a book that really gives back to women. Um, so this book, Like La Follow, is written for the female entrepreneur and it provides tips for how to build your business and your brand using all of our proven tactics on social media. So everything in here really works. We outline how, what to do on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and how you can really position yourselves using these amazing social media tools on social media. So so that's what inspired us. Even if you don't have a walking human destroying like I do. And but I still need help you guys. I still need help with my own social media. So I'm really excited to read this book and of course I'll be viewing it on Amazon. But my Next um, question is, why did you quit such a large company to focus on social media? That's a great I question. I mean, and that, that, doesn't, uh, that, that baffles me. I don't know what to say because that baffles me. You would think at American Express, um, you would have great benefits get to travel the world, get to do all this, but why? So American Express was an amazing company, really, really great um, 
corporate culture over there, and I and I met some incredible people who I'm still friends with and in contact to this day. Uh, leaving American Express was not an easy decision. Like you said, I was leaving behind a very steady job with a, a clear career path and and extremely great benefits uh, to, at the time, I was foregoing having health insurance and I was not going to have a steady paycheck. Uh, but while I was at Amex, they were forming partnerships with Facebook, Foursquare, and Twitter and doing these really, really incredible and amazing things using social media. And that's what really inspired me. Um, when I was working there, I was working in finance. And I knew I didn't want to work in finance anymore. And I started working with Stephanie on the side of my job. And I knew I wanted to work in social media, learn as much about it as I could. And I was learning on the side of my job to the point where I felt confident enough that this could really be a business. And it was so early in the stages of social media marketing that um, not a lot of people knew how to use it or what to do. And even to this day, social media is still evolving, and there's so many different ways and best practices to use it. So I think I've always been someone that can kind of learn things quickly, um, and I used that to my benefit and took a huge leap of faith and quit my job. Oh, yes, you very, did. Very, very scary. I'm still oh, yes, you did. That. To slow AMX back in there, uh, they have recently teamed up with Apple and Android to make your cell phone your wallet, essentially, because now with Apple Pay, so I can't imagine what their social media um, marketing is like. I can't imagine. I mean, Amex is a huge company, and I'm sure that they supported this move, or maybe they didn't. I don't know. Did they? So my coworkers there were very, very supportive. Um, so yes, yeah, so everyone was very supportive, and I'm still in touch with everyone who I worked with over there to this day. So um, really, American Express is an amazing company. They hire amazing, talented people, and I felt lucky to work there, and I feel even luckier that I'm still in touch with the, the amazing people that I met there. Yeah, and I am just curious, if you had the opportunity to sit down with anyone, it doesn't have to be anyone in the present, who would it be that could teach you a trade or that could help you with your company? I would love, and I'm sure this is a very cliche answer, and I'm sure a lot of people say her, but I would love to meet Oprah. I think, you know, ever since I was a little girl who would come home from school, my mom would always just be sitting on the couch watching Oprah, um, and I grew up watching her talk show. And um, even though she's not necessarily, um, you know, out out or in the media as much as she used to be, uh, she's still definitely been a, such a positive role model for me, and I would love to sit down with her, talk to her, and learn more about her experiences and um, the things that she's doing today, because she's doing such incredible things to help and give back to people, and and maybe I can teach her a thing or two about social media. Yeah. So, Oprah, if you're listening, I would love to sit down and chat with you and learn from you, and also maybe teach you a thing or two about social media. Yes. Yes, although she gets, I'm sure she gets that all 
the time people want to sit down with her, I'm sure. But I haven't watched, speaking of Oprah, I haven't watched her own network, her own network, no pun intended. <laughs> and so um, I haven't sat down and watched that network ever, I don't think. But I do remember, um, I'm old enough to remember the talk show. <laughs> and so outside of business, what do you like to do? Uh, there are so many. So I love trying new restaurants and trying new types of foods and really just trying new things. But uh, food is definitely a big passion of mine. I consider myself to be a big foodie, so I always love um, trying the new restaurants here in New York or in different cities that I visit. I also love to travel, which unfortunately I don't get enough time to do uh, as much traveling as I would like, but I love going to places that I've never been before, um, going to new countries, tasting new food, um, really just exploring and trying new things. And of course, you know, shopping. I live here in New York and they have incredible shopping, so I love doing that. And then I also love uh, yoga. I love meditation. I love yoga. I love, you know, relaxing and, and really, you know, taking a step back and, and refocusing. You know, running a business is so difficult, um, and it's a growing business, uh, thankfully, but um, it can definitely be a bit stressful at times. So making the time each day or each week to to relax and do yoga and uh, reflect is really, really important. And so that being said, because Instagram is newer than Facebook, um, what would your tips be on Instagram, on Facebook as far as posting pictures that go viral as far as posting pictures that get a lot of engagement and get a lot of feedback and possibly a lot of shares. Well, if you're on Instagram, I suggest you follow me. So that's one thing. Don't be shy about asking people to follow you. Um, but something to consider, and it really depends on what your industry is or what you stand for. Uh, keep that in mind when you're posting. You know. Everything that you should post on Instagram should, you know, have a certain aesthetic to it, a certain filter, a certain look and feel. You want everything that you post to be representative of you and what you stand for because it's a visual platform. So you need to take that visual platform into consideration when you're thinking about what types of pictures to post because at the end of the day, it's all about uh, what your Instagram feed looks like or what what are the quotes that you use um, are people going to relate to what it is that you're posting um, is the filter that you're using on brand for uh, what it is that you're posting and then also keep in mind that hashtags are your best friend on Instagram so hashtags are your best yes. friend on Twitter and Google's your best and Instagram friend too. and it's Instagram too I have learned, um, because my background is in education, I'm trying to get a PhD, I have learned that Twitter is going to be your best friend for educational purposes. I don't know. 
and Twitter's becoming my um, my best friend for this podcast because I have one of the huge social media influencers following me. And that was as of last night. And I almost fell over when it said, Sandy Kowalski is following you back. I'm like, okay, I must be doing something right. And so I asked her, can I interview you? She hasn't gotten back to me yet. But I'm learning that Twitter's going to be my best friend because Twitter forces you to do things to get to the point. Whereas Facebook, you can go on and on and on and on and on and on. And Twitter, not, you can't go on and on and on. And you can't post multiple tweets about the same thing. So that's what I've learned over the years of doing this podcast. And exactly, doing... exactly. So Twitter is an excellent tool for meeting with people. I think that's how we originally connected. You had yeah. reached out to me on Twitter yeah. asking to interview. Hello. And I was Hello, so... there we go. There Thank we go. you, and here so... we go. So Twitter is an amazing, amazing way to connect with other people. Most accounts are, are public, so you can see what other people are talking about, intercept their conversations, join their conversations. And I retweet, like, there's no tomorrow. I also use my Facebook page for my books, and I definitely use my Facebook profile to re- we Facebook regenerate everyone else's Facebook, and they go, win. thank you very much. I'm like, well, that's what I do, because... I am a very social person, but yet I like to help people. So if you put this um, podcast on your Twitter, I'll probably find it and retweet it and do all that. Because Twitter, I've found people seem to like it more than Facebook. Facebook gets a little too old and a little too overwhelming because of the aspects of it can go on and on and on and on and just in one post whereas Twitter forces you to have a conversation like can I interview you what's your email address what are we going to interview you about that's just an example and so yeah Exactly. There's so many things that you can do on Twitter, and actually, you're doing a really great job. Oh, well, thank you. I try, I try to get on Twitter every single moment that I can. But um, what would be the best hashtag for people to use? Speaking of hashtags. It really depends. That's a good question. It really depends on what your brand is, what industry you're in, what your company is. Uh, A lot of times what I recommend is creating your own hashtag so that um, your people that are talking about you you or your gave me an idea. And how would you go about doing that? So uh, it really depends. You know, (laughs) your name it could be the name of your company it could be the name of your product it could be the name of you know whatever your it podcast. is that you're doing exactly your podcast 
search to see if someone's already using it and if they're not or if it's if the posts are infrequent then you can just start encouraging um, the use of that hashtag more and more and then over time all of the posts will be about you and you'll own that hashtag so you can really uh, and I, I recommend that people push their own hashtags so they can monitor and measure what people are saying about their personal brand and their business or, or service. I'm going to sound idiotic when I ask this question, oh, I'm but sure. I will ask it anyway for those of you who are listening and don't know the hashtag terminology, but what is a hashtag and what does it do? I know what it does, but my listeners that may is not know what it does. question that we often get, what is a hashtag? So a hashtag is a way to categorize what it is that you're talking about by putting the hashtag sign, which is, I guess, the, the pound sign, uh, and the words of the topic it is that you're talking about. Uh, you can create different types of hashtags. Some hashtags are trending hashtags, which means a lot of people are talking about that specific thing. Uh, hashtags are prevalent on Twitter, Instagram, Google+, and even Pinterest. Um, it's really a way to connect with other people talking about that same thing and for you to show up in search results about that specific topic. So hashtags are, are very important in terms of connecting the content to the overall theme. Now, you just gave me an educational lesson on hashtags. I thought I knew what hashtags were, but obviously I got schooled in my own <laughs> questions. Well, I'm happy but to share okay. some information that's with okay. you. I'm, I got schooled in my own question. I got extensive knowledge on my own question, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot when I asked that because a lot of the next generation behind me knows what hashtags are me and the generations before me not so much because um, Twitter is new, Blab is new, um, Blab who's acquired by Twitter is brand new and then um, Facebook is newer for business and what would you say about Facebook. So Facebook, I it's actually still one of my play, favorite platforms. I'm still on Facebook all the time, and not just for business purposes because I have to be, but because I still like to be to connect with my family and my friends and people from college who I may have lost touch with. So Facebook is still a great way to connect with people because everyone's on Facebook. They have the most users out of all of the social media platforms and it's growing every day. Uh, what Facebook is today is very different from what it was when it first started. Uh, people are using it in a variety of different ways. For us as a marketing agency, it's an amazing, amazing, incredible tool to target your exact target market. Because as you can imagine, with how you share information on, on Facebook, you're sharing very, very personal and private things Facebook knows 
that you're single. Facebook knows how old you are. If you're a mother, if you're a father, where you went to school, where you live, and the things that you like. And it leverages that information for marketers. So marketers can go onto Facebook's ad platform and target people by their age, their zip code, uh, where um, the things that they like, whether or not they have kids, do they have a dog. And now on Facebook, I get targeted with ads that are very, very relevant to me. So it's not as annoying as being uh, somewhere else on the internet where I get ads that don't even relate to what it is that I want. Oh, I'm getting the ads that I was going sense. to ask you that. I, I, um, there's two websites that I um, frequent often. One is a consignment website out of San Francisco consigning clothes. And the other one is my college out of Irvine, California. And of course, these two um, sites have Facebook pages. But what I've noticed on the occasion is when I'm on Facebook, they'll pop up. How do they know, how does the Facebook algorithms know to tell it to me or um, see what get my interest interest in those websites. It knows because you told Facebook with everything that you do on Facebook, with ever, all of the information that you share, with all of the people that you're connected to and how you fill out your profile, Facebook knows all of this information because you shared it with Facebook and now they're marketing to you based on this information that you shared. But I did not tell Facebook that I was using this certain website for consigning clothes. That ad, I did tell Facebook that I was going to school in California though, but that ad popped up automatically. So that's my question. So that's a great question, yes. Uh, it's that what you saw there is something called retargeting. So you were retargeted on Facebook for an ad that you saw uh, or for something that you were looking up on a specific website. Because you're using, you have a specific IP address, um, whatever you do on the internet is no longer private uh, and it can follow you to all different sites. Yes. Uh, there's software and technology out there that can remarket you on not just Facebook but other websites as well. So um, something that I often get because I like to go online shopping is let's say I'm looking at shoes yeah. and I'm looking at these shoes, I'm thinking about buying them, I put them in my cart and then the last minute I decide, you know what, these aren't, aren't for me or I'm not ready to make this purchase. Those shoes, if that company is paying for this, will then follow me all across my web experience. So they'll yes. follow me to different websites, to Facebook, to remind me that I need to buy those shoes. And it works. It works very, very well. Um, and it's something that is called retargeting. Now, does Twitter do that or no? Twitter, um, you probably can do that to an extent on Twitter, but people aren't using Twitter. Um, people are mostly using Twitter on their phones, and yeah. marketing on Twitter is a little differently. It's a little different. So you would get promoted tweets or promoted accounts, or you yep. can do something yep. called promoted. tweet card. Uh, 
potentially you can get um, specific tweets based on information that you or things that you're doing across the web. But I'm not too sure about that, to be honest with you. But I know it's definitely prevalent on, on Facebook for sure and then other websites too. Twitter, possibly. I'm just not, I'm not sure. Ah. Well, that's my lesson of today. And what, what, what is your favorite book? Now, it doesn't have to be business related. It doesn't have to be yours either. And I so, love to read, actually, uh, and I have several favorite books. Uh, the Great Gatsby is one of you know my all-time favorites. I also love East of Eden. Uh, that's a really great one. And then there are some more spiritual types of books that I've read in the past few years that I that I really have enjoyed as well. But so, The Great Gatsby is one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Well, you're saying The Great Gatsby. Well, isn't that? interesting because that is more of a philosophy book than a business book and I'm it's always interesting when I ask people that question whether they can come up with it right away or not and so are you expanding your company or are you just keeping it on the smaller side so the goal is to grow, and we've grown so, so quickly ever since we started, especially since we were pursuing this full-time since May of 2012. Um, so we're growing. We're actually hiring right now on our social media team for community managers, account managers, and account directors. So if anyone listening to this is looking for a job in social media, I would encourage you to go to socialflyny.com and apply for a position because we are actively hiring right now. Um, also, using the tips in this book, uh, we have now landed in the number one spot on Google when you type in Social Media Agency NYC. So as a result of that, uh, companies and clients and potential clients are reaching out to us daily um, for our services. So we have a lot of people that want to work with us right now, thankfully, all because of our own social media and SEO efforts. Well, that's... And we have to grow because the demand's right. high yeah. is a big problem. The demand's high for a big problem. Now, what is a big problem? Oh, no. The demand is high, uh, which is a good problem to have. We, there's no big problem. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm like, well, with, with all the social media going on and with social media getting younger and younger, to the younger generation, it's it's getting tougher and tougher for all of us to keep up. Yeah, you know, there's new platforms coming out each day. Yeah. You know, Snapchat's been around for a while, but that's becoming increasingly more popular. Something called Periscope, which actually I would encourage you to test out if you haven't already. I um, have, and Periscope and I do not get along. Thank you. Very you don't much. get along. Why not? I could be amazing on Periscope. <laughs> I um, I have I have tried Periscope. Blab. I am Blab. I am is a little bit more my speed. Periscope, and I have a problem because of the trolls, um, getting on Periscope, and getting. Um, getting all of us 
all of us all scattered and getting all of us scattered and all of us getting off Periscope because um, of these people walking into scopes and saying stuff that's derogatory to all of us. And I've actually um, met with the queen of social media, well, one of the queens of social media, Kim Gorst, and she goes, there's nothing you can do about the trolls walking into a scope and saying something completely off topic. So that's why I walked away from Periscope. Because that's actually a great point. Uh, and it's, you know, an unfortunate downside of the program that yeah. people can be so nasty and say yeah. such disgusting things on Periscope. And I yes. actually thank you for not taking part of it and not being a part of Periscope um, because you're right. A lot of times when Stephanie go on, there are so many inappropriate comments that are completely unnecessary and I don't see why. And there's, um, well, we won't go into it now, but there's nothing you can do about it unless you give a person your Periscope information and they sit on the other end and block the comments. I mean, comments come in fast and furious. So as you're doing scoping, what they call it, is you can't necessarily block the comments and scope at the same time. And so what I've, I've walked away from it only because of that reason. And I wish that Periscope would control the environment just a little bit more because Periscope, i.e. for hashtags, is a wonderful thing, but I, that's the only reason why I, I walked away from it because of how Periscope is handled and people walking into all of our scopes and saying derogatory comments and derogatory stuff and throwing all of us off guard, including Kim Gorst, including myself, including everyone. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, there are some positive comments, but for the most part, Periscope's pretty inappropriate. It's the comments on Periscope can be pretty inappropriate. All, it's all negative. It's some positive, but half the time, it's negative um, half the time it's negative comments and so how do you think that Periscope, now this is, wasn't going to be one of my questions, but how do you think Periscope should handle it because people like, people like to see videos, people like to see cute cat videos on YouTube, people like to see me on videotape, on Facebook, because it's no like and trust factor. So how do you think Periscope should handle this little inappropriate comment for all of us to use Periscope not only as a um, personal tool, but as a um, business tool as well? There's a lot of ways you can use Periscope. Um, also, something to note is that 
uh, depending upon your following, Periscope only allows a certain amount of people to actually participate yeah. in a chat. So in one way, you can limit the amount of negativity by limiting the amount of people that can or actually comment. Or, or turning off that are consistently chat. negative and using terrible, terrible terms and words on a regular basis. Yeah. Those should be blocked and not be allowed to comment on other people's videos. But and from what I'm seeing and the videos that we put out and the videos that I'm seeing other people do, a lot of it is inspirational and sharing, you know, behind the scenes access into really interesting things like that I've seen behind the scenes at fashion shows or the behind the scenes of someone writing a book or or bringing it to a, uh, a a sports game or sharing, you know, something Stephanie and I do is we'll periscope within the office so that people can see how hard we work and how amazing it is to be running a, a, an agency that's doing really great things for businesses. So while Periscope, the downside of Periscope is that you can't really control people's say, on the flip side, you can control the images and the video that you put out there and really get your message across to a lot of people in a very, very quick amount of time. And it's easy. You just periscope, you put, you know, your video on there and no longer do you have to have, you know, this highly produced video to share with the world. You can just do something quick on your phone for a lot of people to see. So the, the cost, it's pretty cheap to, to periscope if you ask me. <laughs> it's, um, all this technology is amazing and how it's helped my um, my business personally is this podcast in has been amazing. I just have to figure out how to now stick it back into iTunes, but that's another whole story in itself. And what I've what I was going through podcast systems, and here's a good story for you. I was going through podcast systems yesterday and unbeknownst to me a podcast system was watching me and they proceeded to follow me on Twitter so I'm like you guys follow me on Twitter I should use your podcasting system because you guys follow me on Twitter so that's a good story for you and so uh, it's been amazing the Twitter interaction the Facebook interaction. I mean, when I ask people to be on this podcast, I say, can I interview you? They say, they occasionally say, what for? And I say my podcast, but nine times out of ten, people, especially on Twitter, people say, yes, I would be on and let me DM you, direct message you my email address. And it's like, really? And so, um, Twitter, I've come to discover, is my very best friend. And so, um, and Facebook and this whole podcasting thing has been amazing. Probably you, you guys should do a small little podcast, too, you and Stephanie. This is a good idea. Something we're talking about. Uh, we're thinking maybe podcasts or YouTube videos. We're trying to... Well, well, here's my tip for all my l listeners and you. Um, people don't have time to sit down and watch a YouTube video 
Plus, you can't necessarily download the audio and take it with you. So that's why people like myself are so into podcasting. That makes sense. Good point. And I'm sure you can do hashtags on podcasting, too. I just haven't figured that out. <laughs> well, we'll have to crack the code uh, on that. We will. We will. And give me your website again. Socialflyny.com And where can socialflyny.com And where can people find your book? The book can be found on Amazon. Just search for Like, Love, Follow. Or we're actually selling the book on our site at likelovefollow.com. And to those of you who um, only put your books in Kindle, I would recommend draft2digital.com. They work with all the major ebook retailers. Our book is available on, on Kindle as well. So, but is it available on iBooks or just? I It might be, I'm not sure. Well, But definitely Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, and likelovefollow.com. Well, there we go. There we go. And I can't wait to read my copy. And before I let you go, my listeners want to know what you told me. Please leave a review on Amazon for Like, Love, Follow, and for my work. My work can be found via Amazon, too. I come win the view from my heels, which is about the fashion industry for teens. I gotta go and read your book and write it. And it's, yeah. So it's all my work and all um, social flies work as far as their books can be found either via their websites or via um, Amazon and just Google both our names and I'm sure Socialfly is on Google, as I said, they got in number one on Google, which I'm very impressed by. And so I'll be taking some of their social media tips and using them also. Great. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you. And again, you guys, I hope you enjoyed another fabulous episode of Wins Women of Wisdom.